the Dallas Stars will hit the ice one more time for one more game against the Calgary Flames before the All-Star break. On today's show, we will give you a full preview of this game. We'll catch up with the Flames, talk about the Stars in the month of January, and I'll give you my overall thoughts and predictions for this matchup. All of this coming up on a Tuesday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day i'm your host dane lewis your local expert on all things dallas stars and it is tuesday february 1st welcome to the month of february everyone we've made it through the first month of 2022 and hopefully everyone is still doing well live and kicking i know i'm doing well myself and i hope you are doing well also and excited for this big tuesday night game between two teams deadlocked for that second wild card spot out west the calgary flames and the Dallas Stars, this matchup taking place in Dallas at the American Airlines Center, the Stars' final game before the All-Star break, and then they'll resume action uh, about a week from now. I think uh, next Wednesday will be their next matchup. And so a little bit of a break coming up for the guys, except for Joe Pavelski, who will be participating in the All-Star Weekend festivities. But we're not here to talk about the All-Star game just yet. Got to talk about this big matchup between the Flames and the Stars. But before we get into all that good stuff, do you want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. The show is always free and available anytime and anywhere you need it or want it. You can also rate and review if you like what you hear, and you can find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and give me a follow there as well as I tweet about the Dallas Stars and sometimes other things, whether that's music, pop culture, movies, TV shows, things like that. But without any further hesitation, let's get right down to it with this night's game. Catching up with the Calgary Flames. It's been a minute since we've seen this team. We saw the Calgary Flames back at the start of November, November 4th to be exact, in Calgary when the Stars were on their Western Canadian road trip. This was the second game in that road trip where the Stars took an overtime shootout loss to the Winnipeg Jets. Middle game of that you know, set, frame, whatever you want to call it. A overtime win against the Calgary Flames and then closed out that road trip with a very frustrating loss to a then-struggling Vancouver Canucks team. That Canucks team has found a little bit of an identity for themselves now. But nonetheless, kind of a weird road trip for the Stars back then. I guess you know, it, back then that win against the Flames was really, really impressive. Because at that point in the season, the Flames were one of the hottest teams, no pun intended, in the NHL. They had a really nice win streak to start the year. They were considered one of the best teams in the league, definitely one of the best teams in the Pacific, as at that time, Vegas was missing a lot of guys. Anaheim was kind of emerging as a sleeper team, but not quite you know, where they are now. Calgary's still not a bad team by any means, but they have fallen off quite a bit. They do boast a record of 21, 13, and 6. They are fourth in the Pacific Division. And like I said, to open the show, currently holding that second wild card spot over the Stars, despite each team having 48 points. So this game, the winner will come away with their 50th point of the season and move into that second wild card spot with pure dominance. No debate on who has that spot, which, of course, I'm sure that will continue to change as the season goes on as both these teams battle to 
be in this postseason that looks to be a pretty crowded postseason, at least on the Western Conference side. But a lot has happened since these teams have met up on November 4th. Like I said, the Calgary Flames have cooled off. They've been extinguished, if you will, quite a bit. Uh, we got all the fire-based puns on today's episode. They have a 5-6 and six record through the month of January. Uh, their last game was the 29th, I believe, on Saturday night um, against the Vancouver where they did win 1-0 to zero in overtime. But throughout this month of January, it's been a very, very weird and bipolar kind of month for this Flames team. Had a four-game losing streak, dropping games on the road to the Florida Panthers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Carolina Hurricanes, three of the best teams in the Eastern Conference and the National Hockey League in general. But they also, on that losing streak, suffered a home loss to the Ottawa Senators, who, as we know, are the better teams in the NHL. And certainly, uh, but, you know, a team that is not strangers to messing with supposed good teams as the Stars lost to the Senators twice this season. But also in the month of January, the Calgary Flames beat the Florida Panthers 5-1 to one on home ice. And they also exchanged blowout wins at home with the St. Louis Blues, beating the Blues pretty handedly, I think like 7-1, to 7-2 in Calgary, but also losing to the Blues in St. Louis 5-1, to one, something like that, exchanging blowout wins with the Blues in the Central Division. So very, very weird, weird month of January for this Flames team, looking like they can hang with some of the top dogs at some points and then also struggling uh, to even compete with some of those top dogs and even some weaker teams across the National Hockey League throughout the month. But in this month, they were led by the usual suspects on their team. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, the NHL's third start of the week this past week, had 19 points throughout the month of January, five goals, 14 assists. Matthew Kachuk with 18.7 goals, 11 assists from him as well. But then after that, the production kind of falls off quite a bit. Uh, you know, sometimes you'll see three, four guys maybe with those double-digit point numbers. The star is kind of in that situation, but the production really falls off for this Calgary Flames squad, at least in the month of January after you take a look at Gaudreau and Kachuk. Blake Coleman, uh, third on the team in points in the month of January with seven, four goals, three assists. Elias Lindholm sharing that top line with Gaudreau and Kachuk, Kachuk excuse me, uh, three goals, four assists, seven points. So the points production definitely took a hit, and I think that contributes to the record that we see from this Flames team in January going five and six, you only have two guys putting up elite offensive numbers. The offense isn't going to hang very well, especially with a team like Florida that we know is pretty much due for at least five goals a game. And even in teams like Tampa Bay, Carolina, we've seen the damage that those teams can do against some pretty good competition this season. So if the Flames are looking to continue to assert themselves as a playoff team they will need the production from the rest of their player from the rest of their team besides Goudreau and Kachuk to step up and help out uh as far as goalies go Jacob Marks five and four in the month of January he's been the number one option for the Flames this season he posted a 914 percentage and a 2.5 goals against average so a pretty average month if you will for Markstrom nothing crazy nothing spectacular Dan Vladder uh, not playing as much in this month of January, not playing as much this season in comparison to Markstrom, but he's been struggling quite a bit when he does. I think his save percentage was in the 800, so definitely not ideal numbers for the second goalie for the Calgary Flames, which if he does somehow play in Dallas, that's something that the Stars could take advantage of. We'll talk about lineup predictions and score predictions a little bit later in today's episode, but I don't know. This goalie situation is definitely a little bit weaker than I think the Stars, uh, you know, when the Stars last met up with Calgary Flames. If they're able to face Vladar, uh, I think that there is an opportunity to exploit that. But even Markstrom, uh, definitely not posting elite goalie numbers, but also we've seen several goalies who come into a game playing kind of average to below average, look like a Vesna Trophy finalist against the Stars and having really, really good games. So 
kind of a toss-up on how the goalies will perform against the Stars offense, but also the Stars offense uh, seemed to have caught fire against the Boston Bruins, a pretty good team. And so maybe that momentum will carry over into this matchup. But after a quick break, we will take a look at the Dallas Stars in the month of January and see how they performed over the last 30 days or so. All of that coming up after a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. There might be less football being played right now, but BetOnline has way more stuff to offer this playoff season. From scored, totals, playoff performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year, there comes a new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. And it's not just football. BetOnline's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Jumping back into today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Do you want to take a moment and highlight the month of January that was for the Dallas Stars? They had a pretty good month of January. The Stars went 8-5, and five, no overtime losses in the month of January. I believe they only have two overtime losses on the season, one to Vegas and, of course, that loss to Winnipeg on the road. Uh, so I guess the Stars, if, if one thing, this is kind of a side point that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. Last season, the Stars struggled a lot winning games in overtime. One, they don't have they haven't played as many overtime games this season, but when they do go into extra time, whether it's OT or a shootout, the stars have actually fared pretty well this season. And so that's an encouraging note. Uh, just a little tidbit that I'm throwing in there amongst this segment for an overall bird's eye view look of this season. But along with this excellent month of January for the stars, Joe Pavelski leading the way, no doubt about it, the best player on this team as of right now. He was tied for third in the NHL for points in the month of January behind only Jonathan Huberdeau of the Florida Panthers with 24 and Colorado Avalanche forward Miko Rantanen with 23. Um, uh, Brian Rust, Nazem Kadri, and Joe Pavelski all had 21 points in the month of January. And this is uh, also, I'm recording this at about 3 o'clock on Monday afternoon. And so at this time, the Florida Panthers have not played the Columbus Blue Jackets yet. So for all I know, uh, Huberto could have more than 24 points by the time you're hearing this. Very, very likely that he's going to record some points against this Columbus Blue Jackets team, even though the Panthers played that game on the road. The game, at least while I'm recording this, has not happened yet. But still, he's very easily going to run away with leading the NHL in points in the month of January. But nonetheless, Joe Pavelski is, has himself in some pretty elite company, um, some pretty big names there that I just read off. And, you know, at age 37, we say all the time, still very, very impressive, still finding ways to lead this team. So it's really no wonder uh, why he gets to be the Central Division All-Star captain in replacement of the injured Nathan McKinnon. He has certainly earned that title uh, playing to the level that which he has played and certainly deserving of the title of All-Star and now All-Star captain. But not to be left out, his two line mates on that top line had a good month as well. Rupe Hintz, eight goals, seven assists, 15 points with a team best plus 10 and plus minus rating, meaning the Stars are doing very, very well as a team when number 24 is on the ice, which is pretty often because he does play on the top line, meaning he probably is getting 
the majority of, of minutes amongst forwards, although not by too much separation, but he's definitely a guy that bonus and the coaching staff should look to have on the ice as much as possible. Of course, you know, giving him proper rest as well. But the stars do very, very well whenever Rupe Hens is on the ice. Jason Robertson, not to be done, six goals, nine assists, 15 points as well. With only 11 games played, Robertson did miss two games. Uh, pretty much uh, most of the other players on this roster, 13 games played by the stars in a month. Jason did miss two of them was deeply deeply missed whenever he was not on the ice but then whenever he was on the ice the stars played very very well and we talk about plus minus ratings mention those a second Haskin and had a plus minus rating and Ryan Suter had a almost right up there with Rupe Hints meaning that the stars were better off when those guys were on the ice I know the defensive pairings have kind of been shaken up with absences of guys like Andre Sekera Joel Hanley getting moved between the AHL and NHL level, things like that, taxi squad, shenanigans, what have you. Uh, but I think that's interesting and worth noting. I know even for myself, Ryan Suter draws a good bit of criticism, especially just given the contract that he signed, given his age. I don't know. He's not putting up big stats. He's definitely not a game changer for the Stars team, but I think that is worth noting that he has a plus nine rating. I know that the plus minus rating isn't always everything. You can't put too much kind of stock in those stats and those numbers, but I do think that that is worth noting, and I think he oftentimes does a lot of good that often goes overlooked, and then, of course, he, if he makes a mistake or commits a bad turnover or just commits an error overall, that's gonna what's going to be highlighted uh, because I think people, in some again, including myself, I'm not dismissing myself from this, uh, I guess, kind of generalization that I'm making. You know, maybe Stars fans are upset about his contract, and rightfully so. Four years for a 36-year-old uh, is is quite the stretch, in my opinion, especially a guy who wasn't necessarily playing at a super, super high level in Minnesota at the time of his signing. And, and so I think, you know, if he does make a mistake, does make an error, commits a turnover, that Stars fans are maybe looking for a reason to criticize Ryan Suter. And that's not, you know, he does commit his fair share of mistakes. Certainly doesn't always play perfect. So had some pretty good moments for this team this season. And I think he's a smart player and still a guy that can help this roster out a ton. And Miro Haskinen plus six on the plus minus rating. No surprise there. Miro Haskinen, he's not necessarily racking up the goals like we thought he might this season. Still finding a way to be an effective player. We saw it on Sunday against Boston. That really nice shot kind of up against the boards. That was eventually tipped in by Luke Glendening. And also a very, very good defensive skater. Harder to show up in the stat sheet whenever you have a nice poke check or a nice chase down of a guy on a breakaway or just a really fast offensive skater. Miro Haskin, one of the best in the league at chasing down really, really fast forwards. And speaking of defensive forwards, John Klingberg with a minus six plus minus rating, which is the worst on the team, despite being fifth on the team in points with nine. So I think that's an interesting stat. Uh, Klingberg, you know, nine, none of those points being goals, nine assists on the month of January. Uh, pretty good numbers, and he's had some nice assist moments. but. He also has committed quite a few turnovers and made some sloppy mistakes with the puck. And, and so, you know, his success does not come without criticism as well. Hoping for a little bit better of the rest of the season for John Klingberg in terms of puck control and managing the puck well. I know that he's typically, you know, a, a staple to the Stars power play, or at least on that first or second unit, if it's not Miro Haskinen or Ryan Suter. Hopefully he'll continue to get a decent amount of minutes. Who knows how much his trade talks will escalate as the season goes on. It will depend on where the stars stand in the standings uh, come trade deadline time. But interesting month from Klingberg with nine assists. Certainly not slacking, but certainly making some mistakes that have cost the stars some, some goals and cost the stars maybe even some games. So hoping to see more from John Klingberg as the season continues to unfold, at least while he's wearing a Dallas Stars sweater.
This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years by offering reliably low prices for every single customer. They have every part that you could ever need for your car. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. You can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And to close out today's episode of Locked on Stars, got to hit you with my game predictions for tonight's matchup between Calgary and Dallas. This is the Dallas Stars' last game before the All-Star break, and Calgary's second to last as they will play in Arizona against the Coyotes tomorrow night. So I expect a, a big battle in this game between both these teams. Obviously, both these teams fighting for playoff positioning. This is a huge game in terms of the wild card standings as of this point in time. And I expect a big battle between both these teams' top lines. We mentioned the production from two of the three members of Calgary's top line and the excellent production from all three members of the Stars' top line. But I think this game is really going to boil down to Gaudreau, Lindholm, and Kachuk versus Robertson Hintz. And Pavelski, I expect a lot of offensive fireworks and a lot of offensive efficiency from all six of those players. I think it's going to be very, very fun to watch. And I think on the Stars, and you also got to be on the lookout for Plano native Blake Coleman in a homecoming game. Only 14 points on the season for Coleman. Not the biggest production-wise, but I do think there is something to be said. It is worth noting that he is coming home to play hockey where he grew up. Always special when players get to come home to their hometowns or in the communities where they grew up watching you know their whatever professional team in this case the dallas stars for coleman would be cool I, I obviously want the stars to come out of this game on top but it would be cool to see blake coleman maybe record a goal and assist do something uh you know i'm sure he's gonna have some family and friends in the crowd to watch him play uh rasmus anderson the defenseman for the calgary flames only has one goal but has 19 assists and he is typically that point guard guy for the calgary flames on their first power play unit out there with guys like Kachuk, Lindholm, and Gaudreau. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Don't be deceived by his one goal on the season. Anderson is certainly an effective defenseman who can find ways to get the rest of his team involved and record some points uh, for himself in the assist column. So definitely be on the lookout for Blake Coleman and Rasmus Anderson, as well as that top line of Gaudreau, Lindholm, and Matthew Kachuk. And I imagine that we will see Jacob Markstrom in the net tonight for the Calgary Flames on the first night of a back-to-back playing the Dallas Stars, it's no question, is a superior team to the Arizona Coyotes. You play your better goalie against the better team in the Stars. You save your second goalie, Dan Blatter, for that game in Arizona. That's what I would do. I mean, I guess I'm wrong about the Dallas Stars goalie picks a lot this season, so maybe I'm wrong about the opposition's goalies. I honestly would love to see Woodard in the goal for the Flames because he's the worst goalie on paper, and I think that gives the Stars a better chance offensively, but I don't think that would be the smartest decision given this back-to-back that they're on, and they're playing a much weaker team and the Coyotes tomorrow night in Arizona. And the Stars, as far as the crease for them, I think they could go either way. Braden Holtzby is going to be a little more fresh, having not played since Friday night. But, but I almost said Blake Ottinger. His name is Jake 
Ottinger and Jake Ottinger had a pretty darn good game on Sunday night against a very dangerous offensive Boston Bruins team. So maybe you continue to feed the hot hand and Ottinger before the all-star break or maybe you let Holtby get one last crack at it before going into the pause as well I won't complain with whoever they pick I know I mentioned that on yesterday's show I'm very confident in either guy and I think especially a team like Calgary who struggles to get some offensive efficiency going especially down their lineup I think either guy could be due for a big night if they come prepared and come dialed in as far as predictions for scores go I like the stars in this game quite a bit playing at home they've been very very good at home for the most part outside of a few shaky performances but especially against good teams for the most part discounting that washington capitals game on friday night the stars are good at home and they're typically good at home against good teams and calgary is a pretty good team right now despite what their record might say i like the stars in this one though by a score of five to three with joe pavelski recording the first goal for the stars wouldn't surprise me to see it come in the first 30 seconds of the game in typical joe pavelski and minutemen top line fashion but that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode for a full breakdown and analysis of the Stars-Flames matchup. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also find the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow there as well. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Hope you have a fantastic day, Stars fans. We will see you back here tomorrow.